It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Yes, welcome to Off the Bench. It is Paul Hazelby, but it's not Rob Beaver with you this morning. It's Andrew Murdoch, our new big name recruit. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Tell us a bit about yourself. Hayes, it's beautiful to be here. Well, I've jumped on board as yours and Carl's fine producer, and that means I get to sneak myself on air every now and then as well. So I'm looking forward to it. Big hello to Rob, who's gallivanting across the United States following his beloved Los Angeles Lakers. Well, he loves his basketball. What's your specialty? Do you have one? Oh, I love the footy. I love the cricket. I'm a ferocious backyard cricket player. I um, love playing golf at a very poor level. Not that good at watching it and following it, but jack of all trades, master of none is what I'd say. Were you a Paul Hazelby fan growing up watching footy? Oh, my fondest memory, not fond, that sounds a bit creepy. My biggest <laughs> memory is when I saw you in the paper because that did oh. the rounds at my primary school. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to have to do the rest of the show <laughs> by myself, but uh, not sure if Rob Beaver passed it on. We start the show always with a big call. I'm yep. going to let you open the batting. Well, open the batting is the right term <clears throat> because my big call, out Stephen Smith, in Marnus Labuschagne. Not out of the team, Ooh. just out of the number one cricketer, for Australia, okay? I in think, the world? In the world. Or in I Australia? Think, or in the world, in Australia. That's what's happened. So you're Steve saying Marnus Labuschagne right now is a better cricketer than Steve Smith? I'm saying in the two years coming up, he's going to be a better player for Australia than Stephen Smith in the two years. I think Stephen Smith's had a glorious run for many years, and I think Marnus Labuschagne has just taken over, and I don't think he's going to hand the reins back. That's my big call. Wow, that's why I like working with you. Uh, that is a good call. I'm not strongly against that, because given the numbers that he's produced in his first real season, compare that to where Virat Kohli was and also Steve Smith. I think he's miles in front. I'm going to stick with cricket too in the Big Bash format yes. for my big call. Now, declining numbers. It's been a pretty poor season. Yeah. We haven't been able to track the big guns. You know, one of the big concerns is when Big Bash first started, we all loved it because we had a whole generation of retired cricketers that were playing. Guys yeah. like Warren and Matty Hayden and Hussey and even uh, Shane, uh, Kevin Peterson came across. Now we just don't have the big names no. out across the world that are coming here. I think since it left Channel 10, the, the numbers of games is too many. And given these timeouts as well, it's expanding the games to a... A time frame that I'm, I don't really like, and I just think in future seasons, they're going to make more changes. That is my big call. Cricket Australia will be forced to change the format once again. And once you start doing that, it's not good for the future. You can have too much of a good thing. That's what you're kind of suggesting. We had the big bell. They've tried to overload us too much there. I'd love to see some of the big-name Indian players on our shores, but 
Do you think it's at all possible? Well, they need to change their format. Now, we have an open window for the IPL where there is no international cricket played through that period. That works for the IPL, but I don't think uh, international cricket can afford another window where they mm. don't play international games. We know India have currently been involved with a series against Australia and currently New Zealand, so I don't see that happening, and that's a, a tragedy because we know they've got some big names, but outside maybe three players, tell me you've got... Coley, yes. you've got Pant. Who else do you have currently right now for India that would attract you to go and watch the cricket? Shaval, the cheeky little leg spinner. Yep. I think he's got a lot of character and I'd love to see him in a big big bash league. You can imagine the celebrations he'd come up with would be huge. Rohit Sharma, Shikha Darwan. I'd love to see both of them in Australia batting as well. Well, you do have a few. Now stick with us. Big show still coming and we've got a big segment next. It's called Who's on a Roll? I know where I'm heading. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Paul Hazelby, not Rob Beaver. It is Andrew Murdoch. We move on to who's on a roll. Visit your local club. Got it. Love the bolo.com.au. Now, I'm going to go with Novak Djokovic. He's on a roll into the big final. Can't wait for this on Sunday. But I'm a big fan of Roger Federer. But I think when it's all said and done, Novak Djokovic is the greatest of all time. The GOAT. He will get more than the 20 Grand Slams for Roger Federer. I don't think Federer will add to that tally. I think also Nadal will go past Federer. He's currently got 16. If he wins this one, which I think he will, he goes to 17. Still young enough, still playing brilliantly. And one of the key reasons for that is all of those Grand Slams that that he has won has been against Nadal and also Federer in their prime. You think about Federer when he got some of those grand slams. There was a bit of a lull period, wasn't there? There was an era with uh, Leighton Hewitt and Andy Roddick were the the two big players, and he certainly cashed in through that time. But for this guy to have better records against Nadal, Mm. against Federer, if he gets past on the grand slam numbers, he's got to be the GOAT. So you're telling me Roger Federer isn't all all that he's cracked up to be? Look, he's been a wonderful player, and he's been the GOAT for a period of time, but all things come to an end. There's always somebody that's going to come along and potentially knock you I off I want to pull perch. you up on that. You just said he's been the GOAT for a period of time. Yeah. He's been the greatest of all time yep. for a period of time. Yep. I don't think you can be the GOAT for a period of time. You've got to be the GOAT. There can't be more that, than one GOAT. No, there's only one GOAT, but you can always be surpassed. So yes. you're the greatest, of, greatest okay. of all time until somebody comes past you and right now it is Novak Djokovic and look clearly his record in the last five years speaks volumes against the key players in particular Roger Federer now he was gallant and brave I think throughout the week Uh, Federer carrying injuries but given that he is now 38 when he comes back if he comes back here at 39 he's just not going to add to his tally we love the way that he plays and we also love his personality as well I think that adds to it I don't think the audience and all the admirers out there actually are that compelled towards Novak Djokovic. But you've got to take that out. I think when it's all said and done, he's going to be number one. Well, I think you've called called it a little bit too early. 16, still four majors behind. Roger Federer's got 20. I can't believe that Nadal has got 19. It just blows my mind, someone who's been told Roger Federer's the best of all time. He's only one in front. Yeah, but he's got them all at the him. French Open, though. They're yeah, Nadal so does have a bit of a He's got 11 there, I think. Yeah. So, anyone can win a one at the French Open. Well, not anyone. I think it, it takes a, a lot to do, but because of his background, growing up in that part of the world certainly helps. Now, give us your who's on a roll. Who's on a roll for the Wildcats, their big man, just what the doctor ordered, Miles Plumley. He's on a roll. His third game in the red, 23 points. The big one, 17 rebounds. Oh. 
and two big blocks saying, get out of here. This is my court now. Miles Plumley for the Wildcats is on a roll. He's warmed up and he's going to take us all the way to the championship, Hayes. Do you remember this guy when he played in the NBA? He played over 300 games is my understanding, but was he a good player in the competition over there? It wasn't a good player. It wasn't a standout, but as a big man, when you go down to a lower league, you can have a really big impact. Have we seen with Andrew Bogut's been able to do for the Sydney Kings and Miles Plumley is just the perfect piece of the puzzle for the Wildcats. We've been robbed to, tonight with the big game of the Sydney Kings coming to town. No Andrew Bogut in town. Diddy Lazada, the other one that hasn't travelled for the Sydney Kings. That would have been mouth-watering, having to watch the two best big men in the competition go for it. But that was who's on a roll. Head to your nearest bowls club and get involved. Visit gottolovethebolo.com.au. Stick with us. Our favourite dig. You better have something good lined up, Andrew. Coming next. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. The Dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. Yes, my favourite segment. Everybody's favourite segment. Soon to be Andrew's favourite segment as well. Don't dig yourself into a whole lodge of free dial before you dig inquiry. Now, I'm going to open the batting this time round. I'm having a dig at all those people out there in the media, the journalists and also the keyboard warriors that have given Ash Barty a real hard time for taking her niece, her one-year-old niece, to the press conference. Now, Ash, yeah, there was a slight choke, but she still gave her all for the country. I just think it shows a little bit of how close the women's competition is. Even though she's number one, it is very close. She had her chances. She had match points. But we, we, we sit here and we praise Nick Curios about the perspective that he's got this summer, that he's actually put the seriousness of what's occurred here in Australia with all the bushfires above the game of tennis. And here's a girl that went out, gave everything, and in the end, all she's done is got perspective. Life goes on. She takes her one-year-old to the press conference, and there's people out there having a go at her, saying it's soft and she's not hurting enough. Mark my word, she will be hurting. It's the biggest missed opportunity. There was a slight choke. I'm not hiding from that fact. But this is ridiculous, isn't it, Andrew? Absolutely ridiculous. She's an absolute gem of a personality. Mm. And by all means, bring your niece. I've never seen it done. You know, people run out of, say, in a footy ground and bring their kids. Never to the, to the press conference. Never to the press conference. But why not? It's cute. It's funny. Some people said it was. she was trying to shield a lot of the, the harder questions that were going to come her way. But journalists can still... Ask those hard questions. Yeah. It's not stopping that. But I just think she's got great perspective. And she even posted a photo yesterday of her team, that they were celebrating yeah. what had been a pretty good summer. She won a tournament, her first tournament in Australia, in Adelaide. She also gets to the semi-final. It was a pretty good summer for Ash Barty. It just tells me that the competition in the women's is very, very even. Ash Barty's got a beautiful temperament, and it's something mm. you don't see in a lot in a lot of tennis players. So it's such a beautiful fresh breath of fresh air. Well, give us your temperament. I want you to really fire up now for the dig. What do you okay, got for us? Okay, my dig. Hayes, let me just ask. And your house might have been somewhere around this mark, but if you bought built a house for one point three billion dollars, would you like to invite people to come and check it out all the time? And yep. do you think they would like to come and see it? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Well, they might not leave. <laughs> we've built a $1.3 billion stadium here in Perth. It's the best in Australia. It's been voted the most beautiful in the world. It's won countless awards. My dig is that why have Cricket Australia not given us that elusive, we're not sure where it's going to go, test against India next summer? So next summer we've got a four-test series yep. against India. And I believe one against Bangladesh. One against Bangladesh. So we know there's one going to be played at Adelaide Oval. I think yep. they've got the runs on the board. We know MCG. We know the SCG. There's two other grounds that are fighting for this. The Gabba, 
which is just and, about to fall over, if you ask me. And the attendance there is really poor. It was poor this time around. Ours wasn't great, but we did have a slight excuse because every day was 40 degrees. I That's went right. to that. It was hot. But the stadium caters for that. Now, the Aussie cricketers, they love playing at the Gabba. Yeah. That's the conundrum. They want to have every test series starting at the Gabba because it's now a wicket that's got the most bounce since we've left the Wacker. Okay. And because you've got the Indians, who last time they came, they didn't want to start yeah. there. They actually dictated and we started at Adelaide Oval. Okay, I don't mind the bit of mind games if it's because the Indians don't want to play there that we're going to make them play there. I don't mind that. I don't like the excuse that I've heard that Australia always play really well there. We haven't mm. lost there in so long. That doesn't sum up the Australian spirit to me. Oh, we need to play there because yeah. we want to win. No, which should be we'll take on them anywhere in the world and we, Optus Stadium, have put up and built a Good enough facility that we warrant having a game there. So you want them to come out right now and even just tell us yeah. where it is. Which one? Have we got it or we haven't got it? A dig, tell us that. A dig if they don't give it to us. And we'll go and get more events here at Optus Stadium like we did throughout the week. Big announcements with a game against the All Blacks and also the Springboks. Can't wait to that. And that's a good example that we had a big game last year, the Bledisloe Cup. We got a big crowd, packed it out, and then Rugby Australia have rewarded us with another Big couple of games, so I think the same can apply to the cricket. There's a big rugby following it's shown. There's big crowds for the rugby whenever it comes to WA. I like you. You can stick with us. Plenty more coming. In fact, you're going to take over, and we're going to interview Nathan Brown. Sports bet odds update coming next. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. No Rob Beaver today. He's gallivanting across the United States following his beloved LA Clippers for the next six weeks, and we hope he's having a fantastic time. Andrew Murdoch and Paul Hazelby here with you in the chairs. But now it's time for a sports bet update with Nathan Brown. Brownie, excited for the weekend ahead? I can't wait for this weekend. There is so much happening. We've got the Australian Open finals on the night. So we might as well start there with the ladies up. Um, and Kenan takes on... Muguruza, who is $1.56. Kennan is $2.39. And the interesting thing about this game is Muguruza, she's played so well, but she lost her first set in this tournament, 6-love. And so she's really bounced back from that, obviously, to play in the final. But the last time she played Kennan, she lost 6-love in the first set, went on to win three sets. But if you can have a look at that, Kennan to win the first set, 6-love, paying 76 bucks. It might not happen, but... That's happened a couple of times already. Muguruza to win two sets to one is three dollars eighty. But Kennan overall head to head two thirty nine. Muguruza is a dollar fifty six for the Australian Open Women's Final. And how about moving on to the Big Bash Final? The Adelaide Strikers take on the Sydney Thunder. Yeah, a dollar fifty eight. The Strikers are the Sydney Thunder are two dollars and forty. Now they've had so many run scorers, Adelaide Strikers this year. So highest bat is very, very even. They've got Weatherald and Phil Sol both at four. Travis Head, 420. Then Alex Carey, 450. So hard to pick from them. And then you've got Alex Hales for the Thunder at 350. Kawaja, 375. Ferguson, fours. And Alex Ross, at six. But you can also same game multi um, with the cricket. And uh, it's a little bit easier if you go three players to score 10 or more runs. So those markers will come up later today. Does sound like a nice little market. And Brownie, on Monday, just about the entire world's attention will turn to the Super Bowl. What are the markets telling us? Well, the Chiefs have been the favourite all week, and they uh, they opened at a dollar eighty, and they've burned into a dollar seventy four. San Francisco Forty Niners are two dollars and ten. Now, San Francisco Forty Niners' defence has been unbelievable this year, but they've been slow starters. The Kansas City Chiefs, so. You can get San Francisco to win the first quarter at 2.30. 
and then you can get the Kansas City Chiefs to win the game. And that gets you to about $6 if you have a same-game multi. Um, first uh, touchdown scorer, most of it, $8 is the favourite. But uh, I'll tell you what, Damien Williams is the man doing all the scoring. He has scored a touchdown in his last four postseason games, and he's at $1.72 to be an anytime touchdown scorer. So I'm going to have a crack at that. I'm going to throw Damien Williams anytime TD into all my multis over the weekend. Sounds good, Brownie. And everyone here in Perth will be cheering on Mitch Wisnowski as he takes part in his first Super Bowl. And the Perth Glory take on Melbourne Victory. $1.67 the Glory flying at the moment. Obviously had a nil all draw last week, but before that, had won a stack of games in a row. The draw, $4. Melbourne Victory going very, very ordinary. So Perth Glory to $1.67. I reckon it's going to be another one that I put into all my multis, along with Damien Williams being an anytime touchdown scorer. Nathan Brown there for us. Thank you very much, Browning. Gamble responsibly, guys. Nathan Brown there with us. And you can have a fair go this Aussie Open with Sportsbet's retirement rule. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Good work by you there, Andrew. We finish off today with an Australian Open update. Kia's Open season on now with match-winning deals. Big finals coming up in the Australian Open. Murgarusa up against Sophia Kennan, who beat Ash Barty. Gee, she's impressive, but Murgarusa put a really good campaign together as well. Who are you going for here, Andrew? I'm going for Murgarusa. I think she's been too strong throughout the tournament and will be very hard to beat. And as I said, Novak Djokovic will win the men's competition. You with me? No argument here. He is the greatest of all time. Thanks for joining us on Off the Bench. We do it all again next week. All for Kia. It's open season at Kia with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.